1: <laughs> in-depth conversations matchup breakdown analysts on every game everything a Steelers fan could want this is fourth down in the Steel City with your hosts Adam Crowley and Colin Dunlap
0: fourth down in the Steel City Crowley Dunlap Steelers winners of three out of four I haven't turned the ball over in four games they're on the up and up, Colin. What comes to your mind right off the bat?
1: What comes to my mind is the last time they won a playoff game, and that's sort of the template for winning games with this football team right now. It feels like um, they've got to they've got to play close to the vests. They're dealing with a quarterback, and they weren't at that time really, but they're dealing with a quarterback who is just kind of learning the game, the NFL game, and they've got to make it they've got to outlast you that's the mo that was what it was always going to be headed into the season or as long as uh when kenny pickett got his kind of feet underneath of him and i feel like that's probably going to last until at least next season uh till kenny pickett becomes well seasoned i guess um that's just what's happening now and I, there's resistance to it by some of the fan base or there's a want to kind of break out and I just don't think this team can function a different way on offense. I don't. I I don't think we're going to wake up one day and bang, they put up 38 points.
0: Yeah, I'd be hard pressed to see that in their near future. I just, I don't, I think everything would have to go right. I thought they moved the ball well enough to do that in Atlanta. I really do. But then they were so awful in the red zone that I can't even have those delusions of grandeur right now. But they are getting better offensively. And I've been struggling with this since the game now, Colin. The Steelers, beginning portion of the year, first half, if you will, they're two and six. You start off with Mitch Trubisky, then you get Kenny Pickett, a rookie, and he's as raw as can be because he's playing his first NFL snaps. But now he's four and four. And knowing the way the first half of the season went, can you look at the second half? And if they finish with a winning record and Kenny continues not to turn the ball over, can that be enough for it to be a successful season? If that's what the second half yields, can you forget about the first half?
1: No. No, I can't. Because it – holistically is how I judge a football team. Um, From the star quarterback down to the trainers and to the preparation, whatever – And if you're asking me to designate if it would be success or not, if that, what you just laid out were to happen, it would be failure because they botched and screwed up the timeline on what quarterback to play at what time. Because they waited until after the bye week or whenever they played them, uh, the Buffalo game, whatever, to play Kenny Pickett. Whenever, if that ends up being, and it would be in hindsight, but you're judging on everything in hindsight because that's how you're judging the moves. It would be they waited too long to make the most vital move of the football season. So, no, I couldn't judge it as success. I would judge it as missed opportunity. And the only reason they missed the opportunity is because they were either afraid, they miscalculated, or they just flat got it wrong.
0: I'm happy you said that because I'm in the same boat. They could have had both. You could have had a better start than two and six. If you had held on against the Jets or not thrown the ball away two times, three times really, but two times late against the Miami Dolphins, or if Gunnar Olszewski doesn't screw one up against the New England Patriots, even Cleveland, if there's a third and three catch instead of a third and three drop by Deontay Dropson, then the Steelers, if you win one of those games, you're six and six right now, and you've got now a very legitimate chance of making the playoffs Wow. Kenny Pickett gets better. And so did they screw up the quarterback stuff from the beginning? Yeah. You and I agree on that. But even though they did that, they still were in position to win games and they, and they blew them. So I can't, I can't look at the second half, even if the Steelers, what they're three and one in their last four, let's say they even win their next five, but don't make the playoffs or they go four and one. So now you're what seven and two down the stretch okay, maybe there's a building block for next year, and that can be a conversation. But if you go 7-2 and two over any stretch of an NFL football season and don't make the playoffs, it's an abject failure.
1: I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. Because, I mean, you're dealing with almost two-thirds of the season at that point that you were very successful. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I we knew from the beginning, and let's not lose sight of this, and I don't want to make it negative after a, a victory. But Mike Tomlin had never dealt with a quarterback battle. He'd never dealt with quarterback uncertainty from a personnel standpoint or at least how to deal and juggle quarterbacks. And I don't understand how he didn't enlist help or how he got it so wrong. Yeah. Because he definitely got it wrong. Like, and everybody saw it. And he's the thing, too, he still had outs. He still had trap doors he could have jumped through. After a couple weeks or going into the Jets game or earlier or after the bye week, and he kind of chose not to. That 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 was strange. It was like there's still no, and we'll never get it, rhyme or reason as to why he went to pick it when he went to pick it.
0: And we had talked about it. If you're going to draft a quarterback in the first round, it makes a lot of sense that you just start the guy from day one. But after that, they made the decision not to. Then Mike Tomlin was Mr. Deliberate, Mr. Stick with the Plan, Mr. Not Let Kenny Pickett Really Compete for the Job, Let Him Compete for the Backup Role. And they were methodical. And Mike Tomlin had even said on multiple outlets and press conferences, when we make the decision for starting quarterback, we're going to give that guy the opportunity to hold on to the job for a little bit. Then bang. I don't know that he panics, but I'm trying to search for a better word against the New York Jets. I think he threw his plan right out the window. And the way I see it is you can either be plan guy or you can be gut guy, but you can't try to be both. And I think Mike Tomlin in this instance did both. He wanted well, yeah, to be.
1: Uh, you're right. you got to be either plan guy or gut guy. And whenever people say that, I always think of I think of uh, Neil Huntington, the former Pirates general manager. He was plan guy. He was advanced metric guy. He was and I give him credit for one thing. He never strayed from it. Like if you're the guy that says we ran twenty five thousand simulations on the roster and or on the lineup and this is how we had to do it. There's not one time that you can deviate from course, or else it screws that all up. So that's why, invariably, at the very end, he kind of failed because Clint Hurdle was infusing gut. Well, it throws off your whole mathematical equation off track, even if you just stray one time from all those mathematical variables and equations. And that's what Mike Tomlin is doing. You have to carry out one of those avenues the full way, or don't start with it at all.
0: And you have to wonder where they would be right now if Kenny Pickett had started the season. You would feel, or at least I would feel, like the four-game stretch he's had right now, you just shift it forward. And so then you've got more room on the back end for Kenny Pickett to grow. It never made sense for me at the They'd beginning. They'd
1: be six 6-6. Six. They'd be 500.
0: Yeah, and which gives them a good shot. I mean, depending on who they beat, they would be either a game back of the Jets or tied with the Jets and have the tiebreaker over New York because maybe that's the team that they beat. So you're right there, and part of me struggles just how bad of a football team is this because you are five and seven. I already mentioned four games that were toss ups, and that is the state of the NFL. I'll be I mean, I'll be clear on that. We know this, but you also haven't had T.J. Watt, and even when T.J. Watt's been back, he hasn't been healthy. Like, when this roster with Kenny Pickett at quarterback is healthy, I do wonder where they are. I don't think it's a good football team, but there's going to be some teams that I don't think are good that are going to make the playoffs. I do wonder how things could have gone.
1: It's about the 15th best team in the league, which right now gets you almost in the playoffs or around the playoffs depending on where you record-wise. because. Fourteen teams get in, but not necessarily fourteen that have the best record. Um, so they're around the midpoint of the league—fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, somewhere around there—and they'd be fighting for a playoff spot. I firmly believe when every when all hands are on deck, that's where they are. They're right in the midpoint.
0: And we've seen they've largely beat the teams they're supposed to, and then you get drubbed by the Bills, you get drubbed by the Eagles. And you beat Cincinnati once, and the other one you really fought until the bitter end. So I don't know if this is a bad football team. I just don't, like you said, I don't think they're a good football team. They're right there in the middle. But with a couple of bounces right there in the middle could have got them in the playoffs. We'll see, though. They're still in the hunt. Up next, Mike Tomlin kind of acted like a word that rhymes with hunt. Am I allowed to say that? I don't know. We'll get to that next. Fourth down in the Steel City.